People of the world, it's the Brothers Talk family with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm. Join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts or on our website to hear us three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can reach us with your comments, questions, and suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and the Facebook group of the same name. And also follow us on Facebook. And if you want to share in more detail, hit us up at the email address, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. Stay tuned for our soon-to-launch YouTube channel, and now on with this week's show. Hey, Brothers Talk family, happy 150th episode to you who have been with us and for us for having done this little show here for uh, 150 different episodes and wherever you're listening in the car the gym the den the kitchen the barber or beauty shop in the backyard on the corner wherever you hold your relevant conversations to spur your own critical thinking and activism supporting the black community as always, welcome to any first-time listeners as you go forward with us on the journey to the next 150. And we look forward to your joining us in perpetuating enlightened conversations and in promoting new and existing Black business opportunities to empower and enrich our community. As always, your friendly coronavirus reminder, we are right in the middle of the holiday season now. So people, please make sure that you are vaccinated and that you're taking every precaution not to spread any of the triple damage, either COVID, RSV2, or the flu, which are running rampant. And we just know we can do better. So let's make sure we do that. And as a general aside, you know, we are in the midst of the biggest shopping season of the year. And as you heard us say in the preamble, we always want to support black business and most black businesses, just like any other businesses, depend on the majority of their yearly income from this time of year. So if you do nothing else, please make sure you go out and support black businesses and encourage all of your family members, all of your friends. And as I like to say, encourage those from other ethnic groups as well to join in and help do their own support of a minor way to increase reparations by supporting black businesses. And now to my brothers in the struggle for this 150 times, Scott and Norm. Hey family, thank you for your continued support and helping us reach this, giving us what we need, giving us your support to reach this milestone of 150 shows. As Rod said, the pandemic is still out there. And uh, we are going into the holiday season. We just kicked off the holiday season. And I'm already getting reports of friends of mine who have gotten the virus for a second time, even before Thanksgiving. So we can see what that this thing is real, even though there are people out there still denying it. So go out there and get, get your shots, get your booster, stay safe, wear your mask and support black businesses. Thanks, Scott. And I'm just gonna follow up with uh, Scott's message, as well as thanking everyone for you know the 150th show and, and sticking with us here. I'm hoping we're making a difference in, out there in you know, society and in the country. And I also want to say with, uh, along with Scott that I've had a couple more friends who've gotten the virus. So it's still out there. And you know, even if you get over it, there could be some long lingering effects. So please take care of yourself. So for our 150th show, we want to sort of roll back the dial and go where we began. 
focusing on critical thinking and particularly in the area of just wondering why this divide that exists all across the country, because there are too many people who really attempt to make it sound as though there is an equilibrium that we don't see. They make it sound as though there's equal right and equal wrong on both sides of the argument, whether you're on the extreme right or whether you're on the left or the extreme left. And that just doesn't add up for me. And because when we see a lot of what's on the extreme right, they say things that are not only clearly lies, but they say a lot of things that they claim to be based on their inherent right, their God-given right to make up these lies. And so why would anybody really start to fall for that and without the ability to critically think and examine where these ideas are coming from? When we hear things like Alex Jones, when we hear things like the 45th president, when we hear things like uh, Dinesh D'Souza, people who have been arrested and who've gone to jail for fraud, and yet they still maintain a stature that the lies that they've told are still going to hold weight. And it's hard to understand why, not so much why the people on that side will continue to believe, because we've said a number of times that racism is really at the core of a lot of this, because what they do is they scare white people into believing that somehow they are under attack from the ethnic groups that are going to soon be the majority in this country. And so that's what goes on there. What I really don't understand is why we have in all the media sources that people who report on this kind of information who will continue to push the lie, push the narrative that there is equally culpability on both sides when truthfully they can see that on one side, people are telling what amounts to the truth because facts are facts. And the other side, you got people who are clearly just focused on opinion and opinion that isn't based on fact. And that's just disturbing. And so it requires people to really take a step and think this through. You know, um, you know, Rod, I, I often think about this. I often think about why you have people just blatantly lying uh, every day. And some people are, are telling multiple lies every time they talk. They, the truth is just right there and they won't they won't even tell the truth. But yet they lean on the Bible. They lean on religion uh, and, and they're not being called out by the very people that you just talked about. On, on social media, uh, on TV shows, on the network TV shows, even on the, on the cable shows. We have a situation where uh, we're supposed to live in a country where there's a separation of, of the church and the state. But yet, there are a lot of uh, ministers, pastors, clergy people who are deeply involved, especially in the right wing, deeply involved in politics and influencing who their parishioners who should vote for. But yet I saw an article last week where uh, they were condemning one of the ministers, a black minister in Atlanta, uh, in Georgia. I don't know whether he was in Atlanta or not, but he was saying that Herschel Walker was unfit, that Herschel Walker was unfit to serve the country, to serve as a senator. And they jumped all over him where daily, every Sunday, 
nightly, there are these Pentecostals, I guess I'm saying that right, who are who are ministers who are always talking about the, the Biden administration or the radical left, and they're influencing and inciting their members, their congregation, to go after the left. But they're not being called out for it. They continuously do it. They've been doing it for years, but they don't get called out for it. Well, you know, I'm going to borrow a little bit from Public Enemy right now. And I look at this whole movement as a fear of a black planet. They have realized that their time is coming to an end. And as Rod mentioned, their racism is going to allow them to rationalize any kind of movement or lie or what have you to justify the means to keeping this country white under white control, no matter what the demographic shift is. And that's what we have right now. And ironically, January 6th proves that these people will go to prison fighting for their idiocracy. So when you see what is going on, you definitely recognize that the folks who are leading these processes, they aren't really going to jail per se. You know, Alex Jones is being convicted, but he got slapped with a big fine. I saw an article talking about how he's basically been high money from all the people that are ready to sue him. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza got a pardon from 45. And so he's still out spreading lies. And you just got so many of these other folks, including 45 himself, who they're not paying any penalty. And as you said, Norm, there's a lot of these folks who are willing to go to the wall because of their fear of the of becoming a minority in this country, which is unavoidable for them because they have a negative birth rate. They are dying off faster than they're being born. And they continue to have other kinds of habits that are declining their population. And so, but the God angle is particularly galling because it's hard to even understand why you they would want to claim that. Because at the very least, if they believed in God, they would certainly seem to recognize that the God that is in the Bible isn't one who would condone what they're doing, but they will do it to the extent that they will ignore people like Barack Obama, people like Raphael Warnock, who, while they're not Bible-thumping Christians who don't go around, uh, even though Warnock himself is a pastor, he doesn't wear his Christianity on his sleeve. He and Barack Obama, and you know we've had our issues with him, but they live wholesome Christian lives the way the Bible would prescribe it. And yet the ultra-right, the right wing would prefer, and I'm not just making the ultra-right because there's a lot of other just simply conservative right-wingers when they when you see the vote counts for somebody like Herschel Walker and that they get that kind of support when Herschel Walker is almost the embodiment of just a, 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 a sinful, decadent life, not to mention what 45 was. And so you see people who claim that they have this relationship with God as Christians, and yet they would prefer to not, on the one hand, as you said, Scott, on the one hand, they want to 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 claim to have this relationship, but they want to ignore it when it comes to people like Herschel and people like 45 
which is just the worst kind of hypocrisy. And that is just one more thing that doesn't square with anybody who basically should say that they believe in God. You know, uh, sticking with this, this the, the whole subject of God and religion, uh, I'm not an expert by no means on the Bible uh, and what's in the Bible. But I do know that uh, when you talk about the Ten Commandment, Commandments, uh, these guys don't adhere to any of that. Uh, because you got a situation where you have people uh, just blatantly stand up and, and tell a lie. They'll do it with a Bible in their hand. The nonsense that 45 did when uh, uh, he walked, was in D.C. and wanted to send the National Guard on some uh, protesters, walked across the street with the Bible upside down in his hand, lying with the Bible in his hand, upside down, but yet he still gets a pass. He gets a pass from all of the clergy. He gets a pass from the Catholic Church. He gets a pass from all religions that I can think of. He gets a pass. And he's constantly lying, just making up crap. And they still say, well, you know, uh, he, maybe he shouldn't have said that. And that is not what he meant. You know, that kind of nonsense. But yet they're saying that if he runs, if if he runs and he's the nominee for the Republicans in 2024, they're going to vote for him. They're going to support him. They're going to send money to him. And um, it's just to me, it's just mind boggling that you have grown people out here who refuse to think for themselves, who refuse to bleed their, their eyes, but they continue to listen to people on social media who are telling them lies, and they know their lies. You would think that they know that they're lies, but yet they still follow these people and support these people and let these people motivate them through lying. You know, to just um, reestablish what Rod said, I mean, the, the, the motivating factor here is their racism. And no matter what you tool you use, the Bible or what have you, that's the ultimate driving force here. They're going to support what's ever in their best interest, even if they have to become Nazis or whatever, as long as they feel good about themselves, which they really have a short trip if they want to become that. But literally, that's what this is about, you know, and let's not sugarcoat it. This is what the country's been since day one. This is what the country is today. It has not changed. And and we definitely have acknowledged that. But I guess going back to this link, and we know that this is not a show about religion. And even though, like you both know, like say, I am a minister, a licensed reverend. And so, but this is not talking about religion as much as it is talking about the fact that people who claim to believe in God in any of the three major religions, those religions all preach the ability to love and get along with your fellow man, even though you got people in all three of the religions who will take that out of context when that is the guiding principle for each of the three religions. And so whether you've got the situation like in Israel, where you've got the Jews that are killing the Palestinians, or whether you've got situations where you've got the Muslim terrorists, or as you say, in this country where you've got Christians, and as I said, that is one where I'm I'm intimately familiar, 
that none of these people can ever really go to the Bible that they claim and show where Jesus or where even in the Old Testament that anything supports what they're doing, but who's calling them out on it? And so, Scott, you said it earlier about these mega church pastors and and the fact that they're not only not speaking up against it, but in a lot of ways, you got guys like Ralph Reed who are actively supporting these people who are doing things that are so ungodly. And so that just remains kind of like my big question is talking heads, those in the media, unless the truth is that they are just party to a big morality play conspiracy to themselves. You know, you, you, you follow up on that, Rod, you got to wonder why is that? Why aren't they calling these people out? Uh, it, is it because of they know they know you got to think that uh, most of the people who are on network TV, on cable TV, the talking heads that, you know, these are intelligent people. Uh, and so, you know, that they they got to know that they're telling lies and that is it all about rating? Does it come down to just money that, you know, it's all about money and ratings and how many people we can get? Because people want to, they always like some type of controversy. That's what it seems like. It's like we're in this giant, never in the reality show. It's like, like uh, you can't turn on the TV or the internet in five minutes. There's going to be something about 45. So 45 have, have been lying to, has been, he's been lying to this country uh, for the last, what, six years, or seven years. And yet, he still is, is is demanding all of this attention from the media. They give it to him, and he goes out and lie and do what he does best, which is lying. Well, remember, the same media we're talking about calling him out, 45 that is, they're the ones that made him by giving him like a billion dollars worth of free media coverage during his election or his campaign. So we can't expect the same media to actually call him out and call those who are supporting this rhetoric and lies out because they're a part of the same hypocrisy. There's definitely a lot of that because you would have thought that after what happened in the, his first election, that they would have realized the error but because of the money they were making off them, and especially that's where, you know, we had this mushrooming effect of right-wing media. You know, that's what made the Glenn Becks and the Alex Jones and the Sean Hannity's, et cetera, because they were able to recognize that he was like the gift that just kept on giving. And so, but there still remains this point of wondering why, people who supposedly have a relationship with God are following something like Salem Broadcasting, you know, which is like the largest of the right-wing broadcasters. And interestingly enough, they try to claim that Salem Broadcasting is like a permutation of Jerusalem. When, when I ever hear Salem, the first thing I think of is the Salem witch trials. And so to me, that would be enough for some folks who are over on that side, but I, I really do think it boils down to that people who really want to just go out and claim this Bible and Christianity are just claiming it for convenience sake, because what they really are just looking for excuse 
to mask their racism because they don't want to come out and just actually let it be said out loud. But at the end of the day, the action speaks a whole lot louder than the words. Uh, I mean, yeah, when I see these people do this, and sometimes I'm channel surfing and you see some some of these shows where ministers are, are, are sitting around talking about what's happening. And normally they're, they're right-leaning. Uh, it's a lot of these conservative shows. And I ask myself, do these people actually believe what they're saying to their constituents or the, to their congregation? Do they actually believe what's in the Bible? Do they actually believe what they're quoting in the Bible? Because if they did, if they actually believe that they're the God, that there was a Jesus, I just don't see how they can reconcile those two things, how they can come out and lie the way that they lie and still consider themselves to be uh, loyal and faithful to in, to their religion, their religious beliefs. I, I just can't reconcile those two things. Well, I believe that they can rationalize this because there's a lot of money involved. And once you basically be, put the money in the equation, they will sell you anything, especially when that is, you know, the only God they believe in and God we trust. So that's what we are really trying to drive the point of why critical thinking is so important because it seems like so many people on that other side have abandoned that and why we have to do more of it and be willing to engage. You know, one of the things we cannot do for those of us who are progressive thinkers, for those who of us who are more focused on civil rights and liberal thinking, if not liberals, we need to be ready to engage those who come up with the lies and the other nonsense. So that's our opinion. And in our Black Business Spotlight, we cannot emphasize it high enough that during this time of year, we really do need to be supporting Black businesses. We really don't want to see any of our Black businesses go under for lack of our support. Whether you do go out and get a great meal at a Black restaurant, whether you go online and look at Amazon, they have a whole section on there devoted to Black businesses that you can order gifts for. Remember, a lot of companies like Macy's have adopted the 15% pledge where they've devoted 15% of their shelf space to Black businesses. So people, there's no excuse for us not to be out spending at least some of our dollars, if not as many as we can, with Black businesses. So let us not be guilty of hypocrisy on our own behalf when we can do better for our own. So that's a wrap for another program, and God willing, we'll keep our focus on the issues that impact our community on the path to a better future. Don't forget, you can follow and communicate with us, sending your comments, questions, and show ideas to The Brothers Talk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. Until the next episode, as always, we sincerely appreciate your time and interest, and rest assured that we'll never take it or you for granted. And remember, let's do better today because that's all we really have.